And all right, we are back in. This is Manny with your podcast episode. What was it? Episode fourteen. Episode, episode 14, fourteen. By episode four of season two. Season two. You know, Today uh, we have a wonderful, wonderful guest. Yes, we do have a wonderful guest. Um, I'm gonna start by saying my name is Kenneth Kirk. I'm your host. I, I'm Elijah. But again, if you have not <laughs> been listening and you don't know who you are by now, then come on, tap in and get it together. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, for today, man, we have a special guest for today. Um, this guest, you know. This female, I'm not gonna say the name yet. I'm gonna let her introduce herself. But you know, this female I've been following for some months now, and you know, I very was very intrigued by her brand as well as her overall presentation for her brand. You know, she's very into fitness, very clean. So I'm gonna just go ahead and let my guest introduce herself. Hey guys, thanks for having me. My name is Jillian Chembry, and I'm the founder and creator of women's activewear brand where one's at um i launched the brand maybe a year and eight months ago right before covid hit um and yeah it was just it's been such a wild ride i mean there's been so much uh in preparation and leading up to just getting the brand going and uh picking like you know when we were gonna launch and then sort of um the twists and turns that happen when you launch a brand that are just unexpected yeah. or just COVID, yeah. you know? So yeah, of course. here we are. Yeah. yeah. And you know, I just want to say just from starting off wise, um, I definitely appreciate you for coming onto the podcast. It's definitely a true pleasure. Um, so first oh, with usual, the pleasure is mine. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So for most of our guests, we like to start off with a slight introduction, you know, just tell us where you're from originally. Yeah. So I grew up in, uh, Long Island, like, the east end of Long Island, like near, um, near the beach. So really, really far out east. Um, like I'm not sure if you're familiar with Long Island at all, but people like Never give been. it a bad rap, yeah. but, um, where I grew up is super beautiful, really small town, uh, like beach town. I graduated mm-hmm. with like, you know, barely 200 kids. Um, Whoa. yeah. And I just had a really beautiful suburban <laughs> upbringing. So, Wow. Did yeah. As Long a kid Island. growing up in Long Island, so Long Island. You obviously went to Manhattan a bunch. Like you were, did you go there a lot or? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, this is like you know we're gonna get a little bit into the the early stages of uh, you know my my life in general. But when I, I mean, as long as I can remember, I wanted to design clothing. Like I started when I was seven years old. My mom put me in sewing lessons. And I wow. started doing uh, pattern making and sewing when I was like seven. And then from there, I found out about FIT in New York. And I was like, that's the school I'm going to go to. Like, this is this is what the plan is. Um, mm-hmm. How do I like make this happen? And so from there, wow. you know, I just sort of uh, put all my eggs in one basket. And I started doing in high school. Um, yeah, it was ninth grade when I started doing it every summer. It was called Summer Live and FIT. Mm-hmm. You could register for these pre-college courses. Uh, and it was like Monday through Thursday, nine to five in the summer, mind you. Right. And my my mom would take me in. Right. We would commute wow. every single day Whoa. in the summer. Yeah. And wow. I did these courses every summer until I finally applied to college and got in. Um, so yeah, yeah, I spend a ton of time. I spend a ton of time in the shout city. Out, no, shout out to your, mom. Tons. Your mom driving <laughs> you to 
to into the city uh, every day no, reminds no, me of like mom athletes' moms driving them to practice yeah. every morning. Know, that's that's what that reminded me of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so true. Yeah. It's so true. She's you know, I, she wants this just as much as I yeah. do, and I feel so lucky. You know, both my parents are supportive in that way, but my mom especially, she's like you know my biggest fan. So when did you graduate from FIT? So when did you graduate from? Um, I did an extra year. Uh, I graduated in 2016. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And graduated in 2016. I studied abroad for um, some time in Milan. Oh wow. Milano. And um, wow. yeah. <laughs> Milano. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it was the best. You know, like the best time in my life. My God. I mean, I would eat a croissant every morning. Emily in Paris. Paris. Literally, Emily, Emily in Paris Foster. type thing. Is that? <laughs> did you watch that show? Are you into that? Emily in Paris. Did you watch that? What? Emily in Paris. Did you watch that show? Oh, no, I haven't seen it. I've heard some good You should things. watch it. It's it's yeah. fire. It's great. Yeah. Surprisingly, like, I was I hear they're it, filming like, the new one right now. They are. Season two, it's going to be. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, I yeah, like my, her, so I'm sure my, I'll like that. My thing about Italy is, is I would love to go because I love Italian food. I love fashion. Mm, love, I would love to be under the Tuscan sun, you know, just bullying. The only thing, though, is I feel like the food get super old super quick because everywhere you go they have like the same like eight pastas mm. like they all have carbonara they've all got you know they all have yeah the same you gotta thing. go to the off, like off the beaten path places yeah that's what i heard and i also heard if it's like if you want to get anything else it's like yeah. impossible like it's italian food or that's or you're getting like bad chinese food yeah <laughs> i mean always wanted to go f- yeah the food, the food, definitely you have to, like, pick and choose where you go because it is a city after all. So you do yeah. have, like, tons of tourism. But, yeah, I mean, what a great time. I was designing yeah. sweaters Wow. at the time and um, also started personal training on the side. And, uh, well, I got into fitness and started personal training as this was happening. And right. I just felt such, like, a disconnect between the two. Mm. I was, like, living in Italy designing sweaters like all my friends were going out and clubbing and partying which is like totally cool i you know no shade against Mm -hmm. people who do that um but then there's this like other side of me that was like super healthy and like really just like feeling the best i had ever felt in my life um and i was like god like i feel like i'm living two separate lives like it's you know i just felt like i was like like a phony i was like Mm -hmm. oh you know like i how can I be super committed and disciplined and into the gym and my health if I'm like, you know, out doing crazy things? Eating crazy catch your Pepe four times a week at 4 a.m. after you're going to the clubs on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was just yeah. like, I need to crazy. figure out how I can like merge these two things together. So that's what I did. And I switched right. my major. Good, good. So I want to yeah. dial it back a bit. So, so growing up in Long Island as well, what were your, some of your early inspirations? What were your, some of your just like things you were into as a kid or just growing up oh my gosh I mean I can remember like I'd have to say probably shoes like in the Mm. very like early early you know my young childhood I just like had an obsession with shoes Mm. like I would you know constantly be uh, changing my clothes and I would come down it was like a joke in my family like I would have on a new outfit every time I came down the stairs Um, I just loved 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 putting outfits together I loved um like styling I think was for me was a huge one I wasn't so much into like the fine arts like 
I mean, I did love to, you know, when I was a kid, like, color and paint and stuff, but as I got older, and I'm going to say, like, in, you know, like, as early childhood, it was really, like, I loved putting looks together and, like, styling. That was, like, my thing. That's funny, because I remember my early childhood, my favorite thing was to just go to, like, department stores with my grandma and just feel fabrics. Wow. Yeah. I yeah. Remember, like, loving, mm. like, just doing that. Like, not, like, every other kid would be like, oh my God, this is the worst. But I'd be like, oh my God, this sweater feels amazing. What is it? This is called cash. <laughs> Great. Yeah. No. You're like, is this yeah. a blend? Uh, yeah, exactly. Literally. Yeah, so, going into, like, were your parents into fashion at all? Were they very stylish individuals? Um, yeah, I mean, like, my mom has great style. My mom is, uh, like, very knowledgeable about fabrics and, like, flowers and, like, you know, all the things that, like, you would, you would never, I would never be able to, like, look at a flower and be like, oh, that's a, like, chrysanthemum, whatever. (laughs) My mom, like, knows all those things. She's just, like, sort of got that brain, but, um, my dad was, like, into the building business, so... I think, like, with that, you know, you're creative in the sense of how is this how is this going to work? Right. It's like architect, you know, like, sort of making plans. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, I played a ton of music growing up. And I know that, like, on my mom's side, a bunch of her family played music. But, yeah, I think in the very beginning, it was, wasn't so much about, um, you know, per se what I'm doing now. But I was very creative in the sense that, like, I took music lessons. I played guitar, piano, cello. Uh-huh. Um you know, and just constantly was being creative mm-hmm. all the time. But yeah, my parents, they're stylish. Yeah. Oh, they got drip. What kind of drip we talking We're talking about like the good LL Bean or is your dad coming through in the brand new Yeezys? Flexing. Which one is he doing? Um, definitely not the brand new Yeezys, <laughs> but I did get him a pair of nice Ferragamos oh, for his birthday. Oh, okay. So we keep him, okay. you know, we keep him good. Good leather, nice. good leather. We treat, we treat good, them good. Yeah, that's good. Um, so... Um, so I want to get into health and wellness. Yeah, I have a lot okay. of questions. So I was going to say, Kenny, do you want to, do you have anything you okay, would like so to say? When did you initially start getting into fashion? And then also, where did, how did that lead to you starting your brand, Where One's At? Um, so, I mean, I think, like, I, I would just say from ever since I can remember being, like, a child and being able to put my own clothes on, I was into fashion. I was just you know from there I would I would just like go into my closet and put outfits on but as I got older then it was like oh I was like on the internet and looking at vogue.com and like looking at all the shows and just reading magazines and uh watching a lot of movies where the outfits were just like amazing and the costumes were really well um but I would say you know the thing about the thing about where one's at and just myself in general, as I always knew that I wanted to do something. I know that, uh, you know, from the time I was a kid, it was like, uh, the thought of creating something of your own, like really excited me. I was like, that's, that's what I want to do, you know? And I, mm-hmm. and I had very supportive parents who were like, you could do anything you want to do, you know, you just have to work hard for it. And, um, you know, they were, they had, my dad grew up, you know, like, with nothing and um, you know made a life for himself and my family and it was sort of just like you know anything is possible you just have to be willing to work for it um and so since they were able to see that for themselves you know they felt comfortable about me taking risks because they know you know you gotta take a risk to get rewards so 
after that, um, you know, it was pretty much just like as I was in college, like, well, what am I going to do? Like, how am I going to do this? It's like I, we, we all knew that this was going to happen. Like my parents were like aware that this was a, a you know, a thing that I wanted to be doing, which was come, you know, doing something of my own. Um, but it wasn't until I moved to Italy and I was getting really, really into health and wellness at the time. And I was only wearing gym clothes to school because, uh, the commute to school and the gym was so far that I was like, Oh, let me just wear gym clothes every day. And this way I don't have to change my clothes. And I would go to the same spot for lunch every single day. And when I would walk in, this guy, he'd be like, oh, sporty girl's here. And that's what he would call me, like nicknamed me sporty girl. <laughs> but in Italy, you don't really wear gym clothes like out of the gym. I mean, it's just like very right. tacky yeah. looking. Like they think it, you know, they think you're like very not put together and uh, just sort of like lazy or sloppy. So people would like turn around and like give me these looks. And I'm like, oh, yikes, like. I swear, like, I do know how to dress. <laughs> and that's... Hey, hey you see, it's the girl, Lua. Literally, he was like... Sport. The girl oh always <laughs> wearing sandals. <laughs> always wearing sport to clothes. Yeah. Um, hey, but that's where it sort of clicked for me at the time. This is when activewear was, like, just starting to, like, really blow up. Um, mm-hmm. And right. it was like, God, I don't really feel like there's anything out there for me in the market that feels you know, really good, like in the hand, like nice, luxurious fabric that will last and be supportive and, and be non-precious in the sense that you can throw it in the wash. Like you don't want something you have to dry clean, like, or, or be careful right. about what, how you're going to wear it. Um, and I just felt like there was nothing there that was transitional. Like I felt like no matter where I went, even if I was in the clothes that I had and the clothes that I owned, people would be like, Oh, like, did you just come from Pilates? Or like, Oh, did you just come from yoga? And it's like, I don't want people to necessarily know, you know, I don't want to be defined or like confined by the girl who's like just came from Pilates. It's like, I want to be able to wear something and, you know, it just transitioned from Pilates. And then I, if I go to brunch, like it just works, you know? So it's like creating pieces that transition for women who, you know, live an active lifestyle that want to still look put together and, you know, have fabrics that feel really good. Thanks. Um, we do we do different fabrics, but yeah, our, our proprietary fabrics are um, from Italy, and I found those when I was living in Italy. Um, they're just like some of my most favorite fabrics. Like even if this wasn't my brand, uh, the fabrics are just great fabrics. But uh, they have the SPF built into them, which is amazing. You know, they're like wrinkle resistant, odor resistant, so sustainable in the sense that, you know, you're not constantly having to wash everything all the time. It's like, you know, there's there's definitely uh, technical properties to the fabric. And I try and just reiterate that because I think people sometimes look at the brand as being so fun and playful and like light. But it's actually, uh, you know, the fabrications and styles are meant to be sweat in, made for sweat. So, are you ever thinking about maybe branching off and doing uh, men's, 
or you yeah to, oh absolutely yeah. yeah absolutely yeah um, i see you yeah. boys out there in my dms talking asking me uh you know where one's after men's where one's after men's <laughs> yeah hey me and kenny we're both active men we're both active guys we would love to sweat in some of your garments yeah i'm a very very active great i would like to take pride in that um and i do i do all sorts of things he's a very uh he's a very uh i love active climb i snowboard i ride bikes i so outdoorsy i was supposed to go um to i was supposed to run for america in the olympics in the marathon but then i we had to come in here and record so you know timing you know i really appreciate you taking this opportunity over that yeah, one of course you know it's it's you know i have to talk to the people gotta give the people what they want so did you did you watch any of the olympics did you um a little bit like i, I don't know i just was like sad watching it it was just too like, busy like in the studio huh too busy, like too busy just cooking up cooking up gym shorts and, and, and yeah and, yeah i yeah, really I honestly this sounds bad but i really don't watch that much tv like no that sounds great my I brain just can't TV. i'm like oh my phone or like oh like i'm hungry wow so, so talking, talking about, about like your your you know your upbringing what yeah. sports did you play or is this oh health God. alone is something new that you mm, great that, question. You, that you picked up that was like oh i can do this or has it always been a part of life? oh no no i've always been a very sporty child Sweet. i played lacrosse i played field hockey i played basketball you played, la- you played lacrosse yeah. Wow. Oh, I got to ask about basketball. So what position were you in basketball? <laughs> Defense. You're what? What'd you say? What? Defense? You were on deep. Is that a position? In basketball? No, I mean basketball. No, I was saying like, were you a point guard? Were you a shooting guard? Oh, definitely not a point guard. Okay. 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 Like, um, at the, at the top of the circle, I was like, bro. Straight. I was like right to the right to her right. Okay, you were like two. I played played basketball as a kid a lot, so I I was just asking the question of basketball. I played one season. It was really fun. Okay, I got. So you weren't like. So you wasn't like a real hooper. Like you wasn't showing up. Oh no no. So like field hockey, lacrosse, and volleyball. I did for a long time. Okay. Many years. Um, I ran cross country for a few years. Wow. That was probably the hardest thing. So if so, if you um, don't mind telling us, because I know sometimes it could be a sensitive subject or it could be kind of like a bad memory. But do you have like an injury? What was that? Do you have like an injury that you remember that you ever got from playing sports that really like was crazy? Oh yeah, I broke like seven bones. Like, which ones? Which sports? ones? Which ones did you break? Um, I broke my elbow and my wrist at the Ew. same time. Gross. Gross. I broke. <laughs> I know. I broke my um elbow and wrist on this arm as well not at wow. the same time i broke uh, my a couple bones in my hand wow just yeah, a hot mess so uh, i'm surprised yeah. you i'm surprised your hands even your arms were working out so you can do the stuff that you need to do i was really young when it happened so i think i was able to like uh you know like heal properly wow but yeah very sporty child and then um the funniest part about it all is that I gave all of it up to do competitive cheerleading. Whoa, really? Whoa. So, yeah. So, yeah. So if, if you had to bust out a backflip right now, you could probably do one if you really had to. 
no, no, no. I was a flyer. Uh, so I but would just get cool. thrown. That's, that's nuts. Because, like, if they throw you and they don't catch you, like, you're falling to the ground. You're kind of falling from a height. Like, oh, you are. So pretty much you were basically living, like, bring it on, but in real life. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> yes. Pretty much. Cheer, <laughs> cheer, captain. <laughs> so, whoa. Oh, wow. Okay. So is this okay. this is all yeah. in like high school? So this, this Obviously, because this yeah, is all fit in high school. Have, yeah. All in high school. And then when I went yeah. to FIT, they had right. no sports. They had. They did have sports. They, they were had, just they other kinds of sports, sports. like <laughs> probably like crocheting. How fast can you crochet? Yeah. Right. Sewing. Right. Um, so, oh yeah, oh yeah. So let's ready. So I'm gained a lot of weight because of COVID. I'm gonna go ahead with that excuse. What? Firstly, I want to know. We've all we've all changed a little. Firstly, I want to know what your vitamin supplement your your supplement rotation is like. What are you taking? I take no. What for real? Yeah, I take no supplements at all. Um, wow. I try and just get all of that from food. Um, yeah, I, I don't take anything. Sometimes, occasionally, I'll put collagen, like, in a smoothie, uh, and that might be for a couple <laughs> weeks, like, a consistent supplement that I right. do take, uh, just right. because I do notice my joints, like, feel a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I just try and have a really good, balanced diet and exercise Okay, so very often. that's, I think, what my problem is, that's because my- for me personally, like, I do go to the gym every day, Right. But my problem is, is that on the weekends, it's party time. And I want to go to the nicest restaurant. I want to drink all the wine. I want to eat all the carbs. What what advice do you have for me and the people like me to, like, stop doing that and to try to live a healthier lifestyle? And what foods do you, and what Honestly, foods do you recommend that I eat? <laughs> so I would say, like, my biggest piece of advice uh, it's not so much about the one or two meals that you're going to have on the weekend. It's mm-hmm. the alcohol and it's what you're eating consistently throughout the week. Like a, two bad meals isn't going to, you know, set you back if your whole week was amazing. So yeah. it's like, you know, two salads aren't going to make you skinny after a week of eating like crap. So it's just a concept of like, you know, my, my biggest piece of advice to have long term um, you know, lifestyle changes that feel may help you feel better are are to limit alcohol to like slim to none. Um, that's not that's not happening. But okay, sure I'll, I'll, I'll listen to what you're saying. Um, yeah. Or just pick days. Like, say it's only going to be Saturday, Sunday. Well, see, if you lived inside <laughs> the head that I live in, it's not that simple. I need it. Sometimes I need it on a Tuesday. Might need it on a Thursday. <laughs> Maybe you could replace that with some some uh, some other yeah, kind of no, stuff. Yeah, nah. nah. <laughs> he said nah. See, I tried to replace. I tried. I have tried to cut out alcohol, but that just made me eat sweets more. That's what that did. Well, so, alcohol is sugar, so of course your body's just probably going through a little withdrawal. It's hard, man. I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. I I just had about six drinks last night, so. I don't know who I'm talking about, but, um, you know, we all have, it's just balance though. You know what I mean? It's like the biggest, the biggest, um, hurdle people go through, I think is like trying to be this person that's like perfect, rigid person all the time. And it's like, nobody can sustain that. It's just impossible. You'll be miserable even if you do. So, 
Yeah. You can't. Even, you just gotta. Even, you gotta. Even when I think moderation. about it, it makes me sad. Even when I think about cutting all, all the things that I love, makes me sad. But I, I have, I, like, I have cut out pasta. That's my main thing. I eat a lot of pasta. I had to cut that out. I only eat a lot. Yeah. yeah. Again, it's just sugar. Just sugar, carbs, man. God. Sugar. Damn. Damn. Sugar. So maybe I should. It's I should, a. I know. It's a drug. It's a drug. Some kind of like. Some kind of something, like some kind of drink that isn't, that sh- you know what I mean? Like, fuck. honestly, you just have to like do it for two weeks, like get off of it, and right. like you'll, then you'll feel better and it'll be easier. So like, how long has been? How how long have has this fitness journey been? Like, how like how long has it been since you've been into like fitness? Um, I got like really, really, really into it when I was a sophomore in college. So I was probably twenty nineteen. 20 20 i'd say yeah so are you are you still based are you in so are you in manhattan right now where where are you located now yeah i live in the city i think you know it'll be some good content we should we should go up there and i was thinking i was telling kenny we should go up there and you should put us through a workout for like some content i think that would be good content you guys can throw on unitards yeah yeah that'd be good that'd, that'd be good huh? so you when did so you started personal training in italy no i did that so when i came home what? um uh, okay but i had like started right before i left to move there yeah mm, okay so do you how did that come about and what, like how how many clients do you like have is it a lot or is it just a yeah thing? so Basically, the the reason I even got certified was because I had so many girls asking me, like, hey, can you train me? Hey, you look good. Can you train me? Um, and I was just like, oh, wow, like, I guess people do, you know, they're, like, willing to pay me, but I wasn't certified. And I was just like, I don't want to take people's money. Like, I'm not even certified. Um, right. So let me go get certified, and then this way I can, like, actually charge people uh, and feel, like, good about it. So I went and got certified uh, while I was in college doing it at the same time online and um and I got certified and started working at the time I was working at Outdoor Voices I'm not sure if you're familiar with them but another great activewear brand um super successful yeah but I started there when there was like not that many people working there at the company um I think I was like their first intern and I was still in college, and I ended up getting hired after school. And I did personal training, like, during, you know, while I was working full-time at Outdoor Voices. Um, and then when I knew that I was going to, you know, I wanted, it was time for me to start the brand, um, it was like, okay, let me see about training in New York City, like, full-time. Like, what's that going to be? And I don't want to go to, like, a mainstream gym. Um, so I found this really amazing boutique gym in the Upper East Side and started getting funneled just really amazing clients. And, you know, I had a bunch of clients like every single day. Um, and personal training is still amazing. Like I, I do it every single day. Like I had a client this morning. I mean, I, right now I think I have like seven really amazing, consistent clients that I see. So you, so you were like, no, I'm not. Maybe eight. So you said no to Equinox. You were like, I'm not trying to go to Equinox. Yeah, no. I was like, I don't want to go to a gym like that. Oh, man, I don't know. At all. So yeah. do you want to plug the 
I guess maybe not, right? Just for your privacy, you don't want to plug the gym. Yeah, no, the gym's called Remorca okay. Fitness. Um, I don't know, we, like, ever since COVID, you know, we haven't really right. opened up again. But, yeah, it's, you know, it's my my day one spot, my day one people. Just, yeah, everyone. Being a female in, in that industry can be um, very interesting, I will say. Um, but I have to say that everybody, you know, was just, like, very stand-up. Stand-up right. guys. So, um, have you ever thought about maybe taking your your personal training to the next level and becoming a Peloton coach? Do you ever think about doing that? <laughs> um, so, the funny <laughs> thing about me is I, uh, I really, this is going to sound so bad because this is, this sounds like I should, but I'm really not into like performative fitness. Like I take my like workouts and like, you know. It's very personal to me in the sense that I'm not doing it to, like, go to a soul cycle class. It's not social for me at all. Um, right. I, I don't like to, like, work out with people. Um, yeah, it's just really, like, my time to, like, sort of meditate and, like, think about things. And, you know, I feel like that's the time where I, I like, if, I, if something's not going great in my life or something's hard, um, you know, it's usually, like, during a workout I'll, I'll like, think about it and, you know have answers or, um, you know, just, it's less about, uh, social aspect and more something that I'm like, oh no, I need to like protect this at all costs. So I think I would be probably drained if I did that. Yeah. Cause I think for me, that's the one thing I've always appreciated just working out by yourself. Like I could just, I could just mm-hmm. have the shittiest day the day before, but I know that next morning if I go out for that long run, that will kind of not really go away but it'll ease it in a way yeah 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 something something about it like you know moving your body it's like just chemical reactions that happen and hormonal you know responses that are happening and yeah it does affect you and change you i admire you guys because you guys can go to the gym and like work out and work through your problems i go to the gym and i real when i'm working out i'm like i'm i can't like i can't like it makes me more makes working me out more, makes me more manic. I realize, manic, I realize. Wow. like it makes wow. me it, it hypes me up. It, it makes me, me like, like I can't explain it. I but like I, I can't go and like, and like, go and like I, it's like an escape. Like, like it's an not escape. that's not the gym for me. I have to go. It makes me crazier. Yeah, yeah. I can I can see that. I mean, there's days where I feel I do feel like that. You know, there's days for sure where I'm like I this sucks. Like I'm like this rep sucks and this rep Mm -hmm. sucks like everything sucks you know but you do it and it's it's something that you feel better about once it's over um so yeah i I mean it's not always perfect so i want so i want to talk about your i want to talk about your brand for a little bit where one's at and the one thing i've noticed too since i've been following you especially the brands page as well is that you like you like to bring in just different different females and have them like wear your pieces and then do shoots fun fun yeah. shoots whether it's like in the gym or those like you actually set everything up and plan all this out like how do you go about um, doing all of that i mean i have a pretty wild imagination now i mean yeah i don't know i just i get inspired <laughs> by um like all the, the perfect examples our last fabric that we just launched we did um this new fabrication that is like new new to our core fabric line but it's called eco bounce and when you touch it it's like really sort of bouncy and like boingy and just like 
feels amazing on the body and it's like just bouncy like when I touch it that's the word I feel so it was like okay I'm envisioning like this really amazing shoot with all these like cool looking balls that are bouncy and like bouncing balls and like just like sort of being so literal to the point that it's like actually fun and not so serious you know right I think because yeah. that's the question I was going to ask you, too. Like, just for you describing the material just as, like, a bouncy, that's the, kind of the inspiration you get for just the yeah, overall so shoot once, in general? Yeah, so once I felt the fabric and I felt how bouncy it was, then I immediately was like, oh, that's what I'm going to do for a shoot. Like, how fun would that be? And, uh, you know, then wow, I go perfect. sourcing yeah. for props. We go to Jersey. We go to Walmart. We go to Props House. We go, you know, we go everywhere. Look, I say everywhere. We, we, me. I um I think one thing that I really I, like um, about where one's at is that, that it's really like all ad- athletic wear brands are so serious. Serious, yeah. Like, it's ad- so serious. And where one's at, it gives it like a really mm. fun, playful like. Yeah. Where one's at, like like yeah, let's go work out, but we can also yeah, or like go, go grab a slice of pizza all. after. Like, it's <laughs> like you can do anything in it, and it's not so just like. Yeah, it's not just like yeah. oh, just abs. Yeah protein powder like it's yeah, that that whole thing because I, I know really definitely t- time to time i would see on your story like i would see you with either other females and you guys would just be going to the grocery store or going to the bodega or getting yeah. a slice of pizza in yeah. the pieces you make yeah it's like again going back to like the um you know habits that you know you can adapt to like sort of make you feel your best all the time but it's similar to that in the sense that um you know as a brand we we believe in a lifestyle, not just fads or, um, you know, quick fixes or solutions to, you know, these little things. It's like we want people to incorporate movement into their lives forever. So what's how do you do that? You do that by making it enjoyable and being able to also live your life at the same time. So, yeah, we try not to be too serious with it. I mean, serious. The product is serious, but... Um, your, you know, our approach doesn't have to be always so serious. Right. And like since starting your brand, right. I know when it and comes, like especially people who brand, do have I brands or people I know that have their own brands, there's a lot of, there's a lot of ups, there's a lot of downs. Um, yeah. how, what's been the like trickle effect for you? Like what's been some ups and with some downs for you since starting your brand? Um, I mean, as far as ups go, like, I feel like I have learned just absolutely so freaking much about um, the business end, whether it be marketing, SEO, uh, Shopify, you know, uh, Excel, like even just little things. Like I'm, I'm a designer at heart. You know, I went to school for design. I didn't go to school for business. So I'm like doing the reverse here. But I would say like obviously ups, you know, are, are selling, <laughs> It's like when you wake up and you have a bunch of orders, uh, you know, it's the best feeling in the world. It's It keeps you, uh, you know, motivated on the days you're not motivated to keep pushing forward. Uh, and just knowing that people like like what you're putting out and uh, are feeling good in the stuff that you're you're producing feels amazing. So those are some great ups. I mean, meeting some people I, you know, never thought I would meet or connecting with people I never thought I would connect with, um, has been an amazing experience. And then downs, you know, 
there's downs. There's just always going to be downs, and I think they're they feel less down and 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 hard when you when you know that they're just going to be baked in there somehow. So I mean, for example, like you know, you get a bad batch of fabric and you can't use it. And then, well, you don't have any fabric to send to the factory. And if the factory doesn't have any fabric, like, you know, you're, or in this case, our fabric, uh, we had a partial shipment and, and part of the fabric got, uh, like ruined in transit and we didn't have enough fabric to give to the factory. And so we couldn't produce enough pieces, which makes my entire cost go up by a lot. Because you know you're you're not right. meeting a minimum number because I didn't have enough fabric. The more you, right? More you buy, the less exactly. it costs. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. things like that, you know, it's like Man, you can either. I mean, for myself, I could I could harp on something for days, maybe for weeks. <laughs> I used to I used to be like that, mm-hmm. um, but I think where runs out and just being a business owner in general, like you don't have time for that. You know, it's like you just got to move on and um, you accept and like acknowledge that like it's happened and yes and you you do everything you can to avoid it ever happening again but um yeah it's just really also communicating is just it's like the holy grail I mean communicating with any anybody that works for you or any people that you have um doing communicating with factories um there was a miscommunication at one time between myself and a woman who works for me and we had sampled some fa- uh some styles in another color and uh you know it wasn't the correct color for production but it was just for sampling so it was like oh whatever it doesn't matter well all of our production ends up coming in in the wrong color so and you know i have to pay for it because i want to sell it so obviously you know you want to sell it you got to pay for it so i'm paying for something i didn't even want but um yeah, things like that. But luckily, I have to say, nothing nothing too major. I mean, those might be major to someone, but not that major. So of all the pieces you've designed thus far for where one's at, what's been, well, what is or what's been your favorite piece thus far? Um, my favorite and our bestseller is the unitard, the Liberty unitard in the color Tango Red. Mm, mm Okay. Yeah. So, so I s- I'm I'm actually looking at your website right now. Yeah. And I have a few questions. So I think that the jacket, the um, hold on, sorry. the two tone city jacket. That's not. That's not like an athletic style. So what came like? How did that design come about? Because you know you guys are so you know active base, and that just seems kind of more like a night out in the town kind of thing. Yeah, I think that's it's definitely more of a, like a lifestyle piece that we do um, and the reason that came to be was because I was constantly going from somewhere like the gym to needing to be somewhere that was sort of like where I had to look a little polished or like put together I couldn't just be wearing like a hoodie from the gym so I would wear my jackets from the gym to wherever I had to go and I was constantly dry cleaning them like because I would be sweaty and then put my jacket on and it was like oh, man. this this is just so annoying. Like, I, I wish I had something that looked not active, but the fabric and the care for it, meaning like how you wash it and everything was so simple. So you can throw that jacket in the wash. Like, how cool is that? And it's 
It's made from 78% recycled polyamide and 22% elastane. <laughs> yes. That's stretchy. Great. That's really cool. I, I really like that approach. Um, and I, I, think that's, I think that's brilliant. To make something out of athletic attire. Make like a, you know, like a, a style that isn't athletic out of an athletic material. So that that's, mm. that's, that's, that's it's genius. I, it's a genius. Good job. <laughs> it was just like, dang, I really want this and this doesn't exist, so like I better make it. I think and it's unlined. Yeah, I think that that's kinda like the the um what's the word I'm looking for? It's kinda like like that's when I think of like if I were to ever do a brand, it's I think it would be amazing because it's just you just make what you can't find. You just make what you wanna make. Exactly. Yeah. You find gaps or things that you right. need that you can't you find. Yourself. That's the beauty of having a brand, I think. It's just so much work, and I don't think that I'm up for it yet. It's so much work. It's a lot yeah, of work, I will tell because you that. Like, I, I was just telling someone the other day, I'm like, this is not for the faint of heart. Yeah, like, the creative side, I got that down. That's no problem. I, I'm always thinking about stuff that I want, yeah. but it's just like the business side, like getting stuff manufactured, finding fabrics, you know, paying for it all. It's just so overwhelming, and I can't even imagine. I think when I first started, I was sort of um, – you know, it was like ignorance is bliss mm. kind of thing. Um, or, and also like paralysis by analysis. Like if I thought about it too much or like you think too hard about what you're doing, you're like, holy yeah. shit. Like I'm, this is a lot of money. This is a lot of time. Am I making the right decision? But like, if you, if you think too much, right. you'll never do it. So it was sort of just like, I need to jump in two feet and like, I'll figure right. it out. Yeah. So, so that's what so, we've done. So with one- <laughs> but yeah, I mean. I'm not, I don't know. I don't have all the answers. <laughs> so with, uh, with where one's at and your brand being predicated, um, towards at like fitness. God, God damn. Fred- wow. God that damn Fred- wow. That was a great <laughs> vocabulary <laughs> word. What the hell is that even? I never even heard that word before dog. Damn. Nice one, bro. Hey, nice SAT nice word. I'm saying, <laughs> God damn. So, uh, like I was, <laughs> predicate. like I was saying, predicate. Um, yeah, with your brand being predicated towards fitness and just, overall positivity how are some ways you try to connect your brand with the community um like do you have like maybe like group fitness i don't know uh maybe like a group spinning class or something Bro, like yeah that. Did you, she she literally she literally just said working out is not a game to her no 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 but you still have to do things as a brand yeah, no, owner like yeah, i still yeah, need yeah. to bring people together and and you know have that sense of community um but yeah, COVID, COVID was a weird time for us just because we couldn't literally get together with anybody. So uh, mm-hmm. we were in a pop-up downtown in Soho at Naked Retail and we should have been doing, you know, we should have been doing events and hosting events and things like that. But just with COVID and everything, it wasn't possible. But we've done um, some workouts with uh, like a protein powder company uh, over Zoom oh. or over, um, yeah, mostly over Zoom. So that's something that we've done, but I think, you know, what I think is great to do and what's helped bring people together and just, you know, have like like-minded interests that they're talking about is like a lot of uh, people I know who are fitness instructors who wear the brand, you know, they'll wear it to teach and people will notice it and then they get to talking and it's sort of just like this little bond that people share when they see um, 
a unique piece from our line. So that's pretty cool. I mean, it definitely sparks conversation. I'm always having people texting me being like, oh, my friend told me that she saw someone, you know, with the wear one's at tote, like walking downtown or like my friend told me that, um, you know, she was getting her nails done and the girl came in next to her with the wear one's at bag. So it's like, you know, the things like that are pretty cool, but we have a bunch of things cooking in the works, um, as far as like in person, you know gatherings are the people that you personal train are they just head to toe where one's at every every workout session? a lot of them are a lot of them are <laughs> that's cool that's cool wow. yeah a so lot i'm of gonna them ask are. you a very our very last question that we have for you is jerry um, yes what are some what are some goals for you personally also for the brand and where do you see the brand in the next few years from now um so for my I mean, for the brand anyway, I can for sure say that um, <laughs> goals that we have would definitely be oh, to, uh, so yes. uh, you know, so have you some sort of physical presence, uh, where whether do you it be see the brand uh, short term or seasonal. And also, what are some goals that you want to achieve with the brand and also your personal self? Place or, you know, thing that people can come to to interact with us and get to know the brand, like touching things and feeling things. Um, is really definitely a goal for us. I mean, we, we, in the first year, were able to do that, thank God. Um, but we just had so much fun with it, and it was so great to do that. I was like, I, I definitely want to do this again and uh, make this a permanent thing eventually. Um, as far as the, you know, the next 10 years, I mean, I can tell you right now that, like, as a brand, as a whole, um there's like a big shift happening for us uh, just in terms of product and what we're developing and, um, you know, putting the pause on sort of uh, any, any new developments and really just diving into uh, the unitard, unitard category. Okay. Um, it does, you know, that's our, that's our main lady uh, and yeah. it really is working for us and people love her. So we are going to be expanding in that sense where, um, you know, just like really wanting to be known for having the best unitards. Um, and I think, you know, we've already sort of carved out a little spot for ourselves in the unitard category. You know, people are like, oh, you're the brand with the one piece. They're like, oh, my friend bought your brand, you know, and it's a one piece. So I think launching with that initially was a great thing um, and really helped us. But yeah, in the next 10 years, I mean, just grow, 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 you know, grow, grow, grow. And our, who knows what's going to happen. But um, right. as far as my personal life, uh, huh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, I mean, I think a good thing and a bad thing it's like a double-edged sword is it's very hard for me to separate the brand from my personal life I it's like it is my personal life um so I think for me in the next 10 years you know or just in general like it would be finding like a really healthy balance of working enough to make me feel good enough about like putting the time and the effort in um and also being able to you know have kids and live life and travel and so I mean I have to say like it 
I, I love where one's at and I love working so much like on the brand that uh, I'm just excited to become better at it over the next 10 years. So. Yeah, I think that's another thing about owning a brand. Yeah, you never really clock in and you never really clock out either. Yeah, no, no, no. And like there. you yeah. sleep, but like even in your sleep, you're thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Jillian, I just want to say I truly, truly, truly appreciate you for coming on oh, to the podcast Oh, absolutely. Today. Thank you guys for um, having me. It's been great. Yeah, of course. You guys uh, ask good great. questions. Thank hey, you. Hey, we, we tried. Yeah, man, we we're tried. professionals. We I mean, come on. This is like, <laughs> as, telling us we, telling us we send, give good questions is like us telling you that your unitard is big fire. You already know that. <laughs> you already know that. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, you got to be good at what you're doing, right? Of course. But, but yeah, I know for me, like, I definitely, I... Wish you got, I wish you nothing but success for the Thank brand you. and also for yourself. Thank you so um, much. And yeah, it was a, it was a true pleasure having you. Yeah, awesome. you too. Hopefully to we can do this again. And, and the next time we do it, we'll, be, we'll all be like, you know, at a different stage. Yeah. Yeah, I'm oh, gonna yeah, be. Sure. I'm gonna have washboard abs. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna drink anymore. I love I'm, it. I'm done. I love it. I'm, I'm, yeah. And hopefully, yeah. The next time we record, do something together again. We'll we'll be in New York. For yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yes. Do it in person. Yes. I'm you're, serious about that that workout. If you're ever in New York, just you know my number. <laughs> All right. Say no more. Well, Miss Jillian, it was a pleasure having you on, and I hope you have a great weekend. Thank you, guys. You too. All right. Have a good one. Bye.